Hello, hello. Another beautiful Monday evening. Yes, it is. How was everybody think? Um, mine wasn't bad. Well, no, you had a very good week, I believe, because you got us something special in the mail. What? What'd oh, you get? I mean, yeah. No. Uh, I got my iPad. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Um, I'll share a little more with that. You wouldn't. You wouldn't understand, Matt. You're you're an Android person. No, I. So uh, I got. I got. A, I got a bunch of stuff. So uh, Amazon actually dropped off like three packages on uh, Friday for me. Um, so one of them was the iPad. I ordered the iPad Air because I wanted to downgrade uh, to the mid mid range model, uh, just because I wasn't using the Pro features like I mentioned. Um, so I uh, I did that, and then um, I ordered I ordered this case, which is kind of like a leather case. You can see, uh, so it's a leather case. Um, it has a spot for the pencil in the back here uh, to put in. So put the pencil there, a uh, little more secure rather than magnets. Um, and then it also has a spot on the side, which is the magnet part, so you can put it in there. Um, so uh, I kind of wanted two cases. I also got the keyboard case uh, as well that floats the iPad basically. So and then it's got the trackpad on it as well. Um, and then we ordered a Roomba. Oh, nice! Uh, for our new place. Um, do you have hardwood floors at your new place? We do. We have hardwood floors and carpet. So um, we got one that works on both. Um, and uh, they both seem pretty pretty good. Um, and then, uh, so that got delivered. The iPad got delivered. The Apple keyboard case got delivered. So I got like three things that were like uh, thousands of dollars just sitting outside my door. So Jesus. I quickly ran out to get it. <laughs> as soon as it got there, I was like, I grabbed everything. I'm like... Want anybody running off with with all my stuff? So heck no! And it's so convenient um, that you get to work from home and that everything can just be like grabbed as soon as it shows up. Yeah, and I and I sit right next. To, the window is right here, and during the day I leave the window open so I can mm -hmm. see everything going on out there. And um, it's uh, I mean you can have eye contact see. with the Amazon. Yeah, I can see driver. the driver. <laughs> I can see the driver. So interesting oh. thing though. So the the Roomba was actually supposed to be delivered on Thursday. And we were yeah, getting ready I remember to it came leave. early. Well, it was supposed to come on Saturday originally. Um, but it got moved up and shipped, and then it said it was out for delivery on Thursday. And, like, I was like, it never popped up in the app saying that the Amazon driver was, like, 10 stops away or anything. Um, but then I saw the Amazon driver come into the parking lot. And yeah. we were just getting ready to leave, and I didn't want to. Cool. I didn't want to leave it out there uh, because I actually was giving away some other stuff, and I had it just sitting out there. So I didn't want to. I didn't want a, a three hundred, four hundred dollar Roomba sitting outside there. And oh, yeah, complete uh, mixed messages. The guy came by, dropped all the other packages off, but never left mine. And so I was like, "That's weird." And finally, I was like, "Well, we can't wait any longer." 
And so my wife and I had to leave. And so we left and uh, it never got delivered. And then it did show up the next day. But um, yeah. It didn't I say it got delivered on Thursday, did it? It just said it no, was no, out no, no, for no, delivery? No, 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 no. It just said it was out for delivery. But you know, normally if you pull up the app when they get close, it mm -hmm. shows a map of where they are and it says you're like 10 stops away. Yeah, um, I love that. You can see the little dot yeah, moving yeah. in your neighborhood. Well, when he pulled into the parking lot, I checked to see if if he was close by and it didn't say. It just said still out for delivery, you know, oh, expected okay. around this time. And then this time came and went and never showed up. So I was like, okay. So what yeah. I think may have happened is I think it might have gotten loaded on the wrong truck. Mm, I could see that. Yeah. Wrong delivery or maybe route, like maybe. lost in the truck. Cause I've had a friend who had a similar situation to you where he was waiting for something to get delivered. And it said that it was going to get delivered that day. But when time came, it didn't get delivered to him. And he found out that it was like, just yeah. not, found on the truck that was supposed to be delivered to him yeah so anyways how was your weekend matt mine was pretty good i've been uh deciding whether or not i want to pick up the anchor charging dock for my oculus uh quest 2 and i finally decided that i've just kind of been like putting it in places and then plugging a charger in wherever i set it down and then charging it there uh but the anchor charger is like really nice it has a place for the headset and a place for the controllers on either side. And it gives you rechargeable batteries for each controller. And so the, the whole dock is just like really, really slick. And I like the company anchor. So I finally pulled the trigger on that. Nice. nice. Yeah. And, How was your, uh... Uh... go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say something that I'll bring up later, but uh, yeah. Uh, Roy, how how was your weekend? Um, I had yesterday off. The twins' birthday was yesterday, so they turned the. Big oh my god, seven. they look so big! Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember when they were babies, and you were you had just had it, and I saw that yeah. picture that your wife your wife posted of them, and I'm like, holy cow, they are big! They have definitely. I mean. I can't believe that they are officially seven now. So I spent all of yesterday um, responding to their every wishes of helping them build the stuff that they got. Like uh, one of them got this thing. It's called a snap circuits. It's like this um, this plastic grid board. And it's a bunch of circuit pieces that snap into it, so you can build circuits and uh, like. Uh, light switches and stuff like that that you can build. There's 101 different things you can build. So had to help one of them build that. And um, they got some some Lego type stuff and they got some magnetiles and uh, it was just building stuff all day long because they are very hands-on boys. I could literally just give them a shovel and point them to an area of the yard and they would be 100% happy just digging a hole. Like they're just that type of hands-on type boys. Well, I'm not. I'm not even joking. Like, I well, you, know, you ever need to hide a body, you know, you know who to call. <laughs> uh, the, like the backyard. Like they just got a hold of a shovel one day, and there was a hole in the backyard that I had to go and take care of because you know I don't own this place and I rent it, so I had to fill in the hole that they had mm. made. And I mean, there's. Uh, I had to get rid of the right. shovel. Like I had to get rid of the shovel. Because it was it that bad. No, it just kept being an issue. Um, because they just like to be like they, they have to be hands on building stuff. There's a park not too far from us, um, 
down by uh, the Snohomish River, Lowell Park, and there's a sandbox area in there, and they could literally just go in the sandbox area and play and just be happy. Like, they just, they, they want to be dirty. They want to do hands-on stuff. They are very uh, gross motor skill boys. Would you bring the shovel to the park to let them dig in the park? Um, if I wasn't afraid of getting a fine from the city or county, yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I mean, there's something like, I don't know, the, the discovery that you get from just like digging, you might never find anything, but you might. So you just dig because you never know what you're going to see. I tried getting them like I got like a huge bucket from Home Depot, like a huge bin. And I got some bags of just plain topsoil for like two bucks a bag. And I filled it in there. I'm like, you guys can dig and bury inside this storage container to your little heart's content. They didn't want to do that. Mm. What they about gardening? Could you get them Maybe into gardening? You like, should, yeah, you dig you a lot of little plots. You should rent them out as people who dig holes for people. Make a place out of it. They can, um, from over those if we had a place uh, here that I thought we could garden, um, I would completely like redirect that energy because I do think that gardening would be something that would work for them. But um, you lost my audio. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You're back now. Okay. Um, if there was if there was a place that had that we could garden around here that I, that I felt was safe, um, like in the backyard, the dog goes back there. The dog's gonna tear up the plants, um, yeah. and there's not really a good place in the front like ideally if we ever move or buy a house i would like to have a place that has like some raised garden beds or something that they could uh they could plant and dig into their little heart's content mm. like a large plot it's got to be large enough that they can like physically be in it until we get the robots that do all the gardening for us which yeah. Would Apple ever make some kind of like kitchen thing like Samsung has? Because I just imagine all these little robot arms like doing all of our little activities for us: gardening, cooking, cleaning. I just well, I'm not Apple supposed to tell you about the things that Tim and I talk about, but yeah. uh, oh he's no, got, he's got an NDA. NDA. <laughs> you can't get into so. So my lips are sealed. I heard nothing. So uh, I wanted to talk about. Because T-Mobile dropped all this news today, um, yeah, they do. I don't. I don't think we're going to have time to talk about everything, but I wanted to talk about T-Vision uh, because that was a huge shock to me. Did you guys read the press release? Uh, yeah, I, just I, saw I did. That I, I, I looked at it. Five months. Yeah, five months and it's gone. It's has it already? So I'm amazed that it's already been five months because it has not felt like five months. It's felt a yeah, lot. Yeah, it was October. Five months. It's October. I guess it was. I guess it was because it was right around the election, wasn't it? Yeah. It just it feels like it wasn't that long ago that T Vision launched. Yeah. So um, I just I'm gonna share my experiences that I had with it, and then I'm gonna kind of go into what I I've switched over to and in the process of kind of migrating to right now. So I've been in with T Vision since since day launch. Um, I uh, I was really excited for the future of T Vision. Uh, because of the price point, the price point was was an amazing price point. I felt like um, as I began to use it, I found a little more issues with it. Um, obviously, the price point was good. Um, it was lacking some of the local channels that you know a lot of the other streaming services like Google and you know uh, 
Hulu have. So Hulu and Google all have, you know, all the local channels. Um, and it's hard because you have to get licenses. You have to get agreements set up with each local station, basically, to rebroadcast their content. And so um, T-Vision had everything except for, I think, CBS on our, in our local area here in Seattle market. And uh, it was... It was just, it was hard because, like, there's stuff that we like to watch on CBS um, that we couldn't get. And now I have to figure out how to get that content, you know? And mm. so, what we did in the meantime is we subscribed to CBS All Access at the time, now Paramount Plus. Um, and then that gave us content for that. But that was an extra $10 a month now, you know? And mm. it just starts stacking up. So, I talked to my wife about this before when we were getting in the process of moving. I'm like, I think we should get rid of. I think we should get rid of T-Vision um, and go back to uh, Sling. Um, one of the reasons why Sling doesn't have any local channels. They don't carry. I think they carry one. I think they carry Fox. Fox now oh, here in the yeah. Seattle area, but they don't. Other than that, they don't carry any local channels here in Seattle. However, um, you can buy what's called an Air TV, and um, you can basically plug in your antenna. And then you can put your antenna in it, and you can watch all your local channels through the Sling app um, on your mobile device or on your streaming platforms, you know, like Apple TV or Roku. Um, and you get all your all your local content. Well, they they released another version of Air TV, so there's Air TV Two, I think that is, um, and then there's Air TV Anywhere, and Air TV Anywhere is a it's essentially the same thing as Air TV 2, but also has DVR features built into it. So you can record your local content on a hard drive inside the Air TV, um, which then you can watch in the Sling app. Um, and it's also completely free. Like you buy, you have to buy the box, obviously. But once you buy the box, you don't have to be a member of the Sling app. So that's kind of what appealed to us because if we don't really want to pay for the Sling TV, we still have the ability to watch our local channels um, and local content. Because right now we're watching kind of, uh, we kind of got on the American Idol kick. Um, and then we've been watching um, FBI on CBS. Uh, it's a Dick Wolf series, um, kind of a spinoff from uh, SVU. Um, and then uh, SVU is coming out with a new, uh, or Law and Order is coming out with a new spinoff too called uh, Organized Crime or something like that. And Elliot Stabler, who used to be in the, in the uh, SVU series, is uh, branching out into that, um, and he's returning to the to the franchise. So um, ultimately, I think that that kind of made us better. We some of the issues that we had with obviously um, T Vision was that, and then also like some of the some of the DVR features weren't the best, like. Audio would cut out from time to time. We'd be watching a series, and then um, audio would just like cut out halfway through the series, and we'd have to put on we'd have to put on subtitles in order to see what happened. Um, it happened a few times, actually, on the uh, Good Doctor last weekend. It did that as well. Um, so that was kind of one of the one of the downfalls to that. And then there was also times when it just blacked out um, on channels, and it was just a black stream saying. This stream is coming back soon, you know, or something like that. And then it would it would rematerialize. But uh, between me and my wife, we've been watching all those series. We've also been watching The Good Doctor, like I said, and then uh, we've been watching Blacklist uh, on Friday nights. 
Um, and then we're both into true crime, so we've been watching Dateline. Uh, can well. I, so can I make a suggestion to you on this? Yeah. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking through this. And uh, before you invest the money in Air TV, uh, because all of these say, oh, <laughs> all of these say when paired with an antenna. So you still have to use an antenna, which means you still have to be able to pick up signal. And uh, yep. Mr. Carter it, it can probably agree with me on this, that when the, when the, when this, um, the channel switched over to a digital broadcast from an analog broadcast. The digital signals don't travel as well as the analog signals do. So a lot of people were experiencing issues being able to pick up the reception in their home anymore with the basic antennas that you buy from the store. So what, so I, this, what I was going to suggest. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I no, was going to say, because it, because it says it requires an antenna for all of these in order to access the local channels that I would um, recommend getting the antenna first, hooking it up to your television and just seeing if you get those local channels in your apartment, you know, make sure that you can find a good placement for the antenna. Cause you're probably going to want to have it towards a window facing a certain way, uh, whatever direction the substations are coming from. Um, and yep. then, you know, making sure that you got the channels that you wanted and it was worth spending whatever price that I, you were talking about the, the air TV, anywhere so the one one what is it 199.99 i can't remember which one we got it for a hundred dollars okay so yeah if it was worth spending the hundred dollars on the air tv i mean you said you already you already bought it so too late but um i would definitely um you know as soon as you as soon as you can figure out where where you can get the best reception from yeah so we already did that we had it we've had a digital antenna for a long time we actually bought one off of amazon uh we actually had three of them one in the living room one in the bedroom um and then i had one in my office but um so we get we get good reception all around in our place and we live on an island with a bunch of trees around too what we what we do though is we have an amplifier that we plug into so essentially you screw your antenna into the amplifier and then you plug the amplifier into the wall and it basically and that generates boosts your power signal. to pick up the signal and essentially that uh like I, I have it here. I scanned, and I have you know fifty something channels right now. Um, oh, obviously, yeah. there's just the local channels, you know, and then they have their DVR or their their HD channels. So it is something that I looked at, and that you obviously should look at to make sure that you can get it. There's also a website that comes with the Air TV app that tells you uh, you put in your zip code, and it tells you what direction you want to uh, face your antenna um, to get the best. Oh, that's that's here. good. So um, you just type in your zip code and it tells you where your signal is coming from and where to get the where to get the best signal from. So yeah, but good point, obviously. Um, and then there's also um, T-Mobile announced that they're they're going all in with Google services as well. Did you guys see that? I did. I I did not look into that. What is that about? Um, it's very so, cute. They said that they were going to partner now the TV portion of T-Mobile yeah. with Google. They're bundling it in in some way. So they're bundle. They're essentially it's going to be ten dollars off. So the whatever the regular price is sixty four ninety nine. So I think it's going to be like fifty four ninety nine. Um, so you'll get ten dollars off. Anybody who's been subscribed to T-Vision will get one month free. Um, and then they also um, announced that they are partnering with uh, uh, Google to expand their Android on their platform uh, throughout the network. Um, so they're going to carry more of the Pixel devices. Right now, I think all they carry is the 4A 5G. Um, and that's it, basically. So um, 
And then Google Messages is now going to be the default um, messaging app on Android phones sold by T-Mobile. So they have a couple of their own branded phones uh, that they sell. I think it's called the Rebel or something, or Rebel or uh, Rebel Plus or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's the um, Rebel. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so they will. Be, that will be the default. That'll be the default messaging app on Android phones sold by T-Mobile, which is there as well. Um, and then they're going to also start selling um, or using Google OneDrive as their default cloud storage for backup devices as well. Oh, um, interesting. I can say yeah. that as as a phone consumer, obviously, I mean, not that I buy, you know, the T-Mobile Revel or the fact that they're loading it up with like Google One versus their own, you know, Cloud Drive wannabe thing, it's less. That feels less bloatwary than than you know if they load it up with T-Mobile proprietary apps. I'd much rather see. If I were to buy an Android phone from T-Mobile, I would be much happier seeing Google apps on there versus T-Mobile proprietary apps because it feels like I'm getting less bloatware. I mean, whether it's preloaded, I can uninstall it or not is a different story, but just to get you know something that's that feels more Android and less branded by a phone company always always feels nice. Yeah, and if you guys want, if you guys were going to go with Google, wouldn't you want a more streamlined experience, knowing that you have an Android phone and not worrying about, well, I have part of my data in some T-Mobile cloud, and I have part of my data being automatically backed up by Android, and trying to help customers negotiate between where their content goes seems like it would be a hassle, and not uh, if T-Mobile is going to be, you know, as uh, disruptive to the cell phone market as they want to be you got to go where customers want to be they want simplicity and i'd say anybody that's owned a pixel phone you know loves the the pixel experience the google ecosystem for lack of better words and by t-mobile using more of the google ecosystem with their android phones i think that's just one better step in that direction and it's like so much. They're like, we got TV. We're putting it on all of their fo- all of our phones. Like, I'm curious what the decision making process to go so hard into Google and whether and, and and where they can go from here. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think it's obviously that they had some challenges and setbacks with with T Vision um, mm-hmm. that that might have pushed them to launch into this this uh, process a little sooner. Um, than what they wanted to maybe. Maybe they wanted to give T-Vision a better chance of working out. Um, but I think they had some I think they had some issues with other streaming companies and stuff like that um, uh, because of how low they were offering the channels and stuff like that. Um, I think Discovery was one of them. There was some news about, you know, them offering it at a lower price, you know, because the $10, they had the $10 plan. Um, which yeah. gave you basically on-demand access to a lot of these content services, which sell individual contents. So I feel like that might have had more or less part of the issues with it. So I was just looking to see how long. So I, I appreciate T-Mobile for canceling or pivoting their service into something else rather than kind of like dragging it out because Quibi was around for seven months. So they are doing something better for customers with T-Vision. Uh, so I, I appreciate that. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Who uh, bought Quibi again? Was it Sling that bought them? Roku. Somebody bought them. Roku. Roku, Roku. Roku bought them. Yeah. Roku. Anytime that a company can, you know, 
realize the writing on the wall and involve their business for their customers um, is always, you know, a win in my book. Mm. Agreed. Does it seem like T-Mobile is the Android home also? Because I hear that they have a lot of just partnerships with Android devices like Pixel is on there. The OnePlus launched with T-Mobile. Uh, I had I don't hear that much about either Verizon or Sprint and Android. I think they, well, they do. They, they all are I think, they, I think they all do. I just I don't think that they advertise as much. I think T-Mobile advertises more for other mm-hmm. smartphones. I mean, you don't see a lot of advertisements outside of iPhone on television, but you know, definitely on the website and stuff like that. And and I think you see some better deals on T-Mobile. I'm not sure if that's just because they're trying to be more competitive in the market, but obviously, mm. I mean, that could that could play a factor in it. So. Oh, I know when the Pixel when the Pixel launched and the Pixel Two, um, <clears throat> they basically had a exclusive deal with Verizon. So the Pixel was exclusive to Verizon. It wasn't until the 3A came out that they branched out to other service providers. Um, as far as OnePlus goes, the the OnePlus 6T launched on T-Mobile and it was exclusive for T-Mobile as far as getting it from a carrier versus getting it from OnePlus's website. And that kind of helped push OnePlus into its its notoriety. But um, OnePlus was on Verizon for the OnePlus 8. Um, they had an ultra-wideband uh, variant that you could get through Verizon. Um, but that was the only the only one that's launched on a provider other than T-Mobile. So, it T-Mobile has this deal with. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go I was going to say T-Mobile obviously has this this deal with OnePlus, which is which is great for both brands. Um, and with this deal that they're launching with Google for not just the Google services, but to bring more Pixel phones into the fold, I think it's only going to serve to push T-Mobile into a, a higher bracket. I mean, they've already basically gone from the, you know the fourth, or sorry, the third. Uh, ranking phone uh, carrier service to second. I mean, I I hardly hear of anybody these days that use AT and T. Most people I know are on either T Mobile or Verizon. And with the way that T Mobile is expanding its five G network, I honestly think that they're going to start to give Verizon a run for their money because Verizon was always known for having the most reliable service nationwide. I mean, you could go anywhere, and, and Verizon has service. But if T Mobile yeah. starts, you know, kicking them while they're down with the with the five G service, because Verizon has not had as much luck with 5g as t-mobile has then i think t-mobile stands a chance of really making some headway there towards number one well the exclusive partnerships don't always work either because uh the fire phone had an exclusive partner with at&t and look where that well, is it's no I longer mean, than uh, number two uh phone carrier in the united but states that, they were they were <laughs> back in the day they were back in the day when this all happened and yeah. so like i i feel like when, when phone developers put out an exclusive agreement with one carrier, there's some case in some cases shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, take so. the iPhone for example. They had an exclusive contract with uh, AT and T up until right after yeah. the iPhone four launched, um, and I mean. Not that iPhones weren't popular on AT&T. They, they were very popular on AT&T, but once they went to Verizon first and then they went to T-Mobile after that and then finally Sprint, I mean, they the, the iPhone market share just blew up like overnight as soon as it was opened up. Obviously, mm-hmm. having, a, having a partnership with one carrier, not multiple carriers, is shooting themselves in the foot. 
but I think that as far as the carrier is concerned, not the not the phone manufacturer, the partnerships only stand to gain them more money. If you want a iPhone, you had to go with AT and T back then, or eventually Verizon when Verizon had it. You couldn't get one on T Mobile or um, um, Sprint unless you like had one that was jailbroken and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't have a choice. You know, if if T Mobile has this exclusivity with OnePlus, yeah, you could go to OnePlus's website and buy a buy a OnePlus phone right now, and you're good to go. You can buy one off Amazon, but you're going to pay full price. Yeah. If you want to buy one and pay it off, um, you know, through your carrier, um, then you got to go with T-Mobile. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we have the show coming up, the Gooplycast coming up here in a few minutes, or just a minute or so. Um, is there anything you guys wanted to add before we wrap things up here? No, no, not this week. Maybe another week. Okay. 